episode number two, Couple Casuals Podcast, with my buddy Carter. Boom, we're live. What's up, everybody? Couple Casuals Podcast, episode number two. I am your host, Dr. Steffo, a.k.a. Steffo, a.k.a. I'm not an actual doctor, a.k.a. Forza Azzurri, Fangulo Tutti. We have a special guest today. He's my man, he's my friend, he's my right-hand man, my buddy Carr. Call him Carr, call him Collegero, call him C, call him Couple Casuals Carr for today. Call him Carbs for Carb. He's a business owner. He's a good guy. He knows a thing or two about being around the block a couple times. Everything. And we're going to get into some good conversation today. He's an absolute beauty. He's got some good insight. I think we're going to talk about business. We're gonna, Car, what are you doing? You can't smoke on the podcast, man. What kind of podcast is this? You can't smoke. rip darts on the podcast, man. That's not how this works, man. Okay. Car likes his cigarettes, to say the least. He's a big truck guy, too, apparently. Ford F-150. Shout you out. know what I mean? Big Ford F-150 guy. But before we get into all that good stuff, Car, how's it going, buddy? Cheers. Salute. Thanks for joining me. Let's get it started. Cheers, buddy. I'm good. Everything good, bud? Yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. Today, I actually told my chick that uh, <laughs> we're doing a podcast, first one. And she's like, you got to you gotta keep your tone down because I swear too much. So I'm just going to get this out of the way. Fuck. You good? You got it out of your system? We're good. You feel good now? I feel good. He's a business owner. He's a crypto lover. He's a car guy. He's a big F-150 guy. He likes his cigarettes. He's yeah. a good guy. Good. I come to him for a lot of advice. He's got a lot of good advice for the, for the kid over here. Appreciate we, that. We've been through the block. We've been around the block a couple of times. We're going to unpack some good conversations here. We fired up the podcast here quick. What was it? A couple minutes? 15, 20 minutes. Ripped a couple of things and said, Car, you know what? Let's sit down. Let's have a couple casuals. Obviously, Let's we had a couple butts a before we started. One more salute to my boy, Car. Cheers. Cheers Thanks for Thanks coming for on. on. And let's get into it here. First thing uh, I want to talk about was when, you know, in the introduction here, I was talking about Ford F-150. I got a real pickle for these guys with Ford F-150 trucks. Well, I, know we drive too fast? I know you're a big Ford F-150 guy, brother, yeah. but what's up with the way you guys drive, man? You guys are riding ass too much. I don't know if these guys can agree. Like, what's up with that, bro? You know what it is? Is Man, when they sell that <laughs> thing to you, they give you it's a written code they give you some type of eagle man i swear when you go to the dealership they put you in it and you feel all good and then you start touching everything and it's like so it's a thing that they when you when you when you're driving the truck you know a lot of people say car like i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie a lot of people say like you know big trucks well, God, i don't know if it's true i don't know if it's true but i'm not gonna agree or disagree not agree disagree but okay, fair enough you know what construction guy he's gotta have a, he's gotta have a uh, he's gotta have a truck f-150 we right? don't really need trucks uh, but it's it's just there's a stigma behind it. If you know, but what's if you're, up? You're you like construction? You gotta drive. A you gotta car. drive a rig. Yeah, I think we call it a rig, though. It is a rig. You got, so a rig, it is a, rig a rig for the people who don't know what a rig is. It's a it's a truck. If you got a truck, you got a rig. If you got a big machine, it's a rig. It's a rig. Yeah, pretty you know, much anything that's like over five thousand pounds is. A or rig. if a girl's got a nice butt, it's a rig it's too. A rig. She's yeah. packing a rig. I don't if, know. Or if a guy's got a big, or if he's got it's a, a rig, it's a rig too. He's packing a rig. So. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up first because I got a pickle to pick with these guys. With these you know F-150, they drive too close, guys. You guys got to back it up a bit. Give me some space. That's the thing. We have so much power in those trucks because you know you're untouchable. I, it's honestly a prerequisite. You have to drive up people's asses and you have to cut people off. And you got to <laughs> listen to Incubus at 30 volume, all your windows open, blaring, driving as no, fast was that as other, you can. What was that other song that you used to listen Animali to? Animali all the time. Animali. Yeah. No, the one where you actually got into a fucking accident back in the day. Remember, you were busting it down, uh, Keel. You you were used to listen oh, to. Oh, I think it was Avenge Sevenfold. Oh, was, one of those I don't ones. know what it was. It, what it was. back in the day, we used back to. Back in my emo days. Yeah, we used to. Carl Car likes his music. You know, yeah. like 
He's driving, you know, he's got the window down, he's hacking a butt, and he's driving, and he's listening to music. He, you do that on your own, too. You do the solo drives, oh, too. I do no? that at, like, 6 a.m. But that's good, though, no? I have to. It's the Isn't only that way, therapeutic, in a sense? It's the only way I can start my day, man. So when you start your day, you fire it off with a nice drive and, you know, hack a butt. Like, what's the morning routine like? So, typically, when yeah. I wake up... And then up, we'll get into business, but let's start a little bit about car. We so want to know a little gonna, bit about car. We're gonna, we're, we always hear the good, but I'm going to tell you the bad. It's obviously, <laughs> it's not something to brag about. So you wake Car's up. Car's a real guy. He, he wears it on his sleeve. I'll That's why I wanted to have him on. I he's don't gonna, care. He's going to say it how it is. So you wake up, you set an alarm, you probably press news 16 to 100 times. I might check and agree with that too. <laughs> you rush, jump. you go as fast as you can out of bed. The best thing is, is that people always give you advice that you got to drink water in the morning. I tell you that all the so time. So for, right for some reason, in my head, I'm like, I need to have a sip of water. Before I have an espresso and a cigarette, because that's that will start my body. Okay, but to be fair, bro, with this with the espresso, you gotta have a water. Fair. If somebody gives you an espresso, okay, let's talk about this for one second. If somebody gives you an espresso, they don't give you a glass of water. It's the wrong way to do it. It's the wrong way it's to do true. it. It's true. You go to Italy, you get kicked out of Villa Giardino for that, eh? You yeah. can't you can't do that, guys. You gotta yeah. when you have a coffee, yeah, you gotta have a, a, a water right before, like Carl was saying, yeah. take a little drink. And then you have the coffee, and then you take another little drink, it's a little, and the then little you hack a butt, if you, if you, and then you take a shit after this. Exactly. Oh, no, 100%. Balance, but yeah, so, so you take the water, yeah. So typically, well, I'll wake up, brush my teeth, whatever, go downstairs, wash my face. So I'll have a sip of water, and I'll keep that same water Just bottle. a little bit, yeah. Just just a, just a touch, because I think in my mind, oh, it's, my body's good now. Mm-hmm. We'll go outside. Um, you know, I have my coffee now. I have a double espresso, two sugars, always ready to Ooh. go. I leave everything on my countertop. Sugars on the floor. It's, it's, it's an absolute disaster. Cupboards are open. It's good. We continue. We go sit in the front of the house. We light a butt. Boom. Typically, get in the car. We're going to plug in the phone. That's what you call breakfast of champions, though. That's my breakfast. Can I, can I say something quick? So that's, a, that's like an Italian breakfast, guys. Yeah. A lot of our Italian dads, you know, usually they, they do that same thing that Car is saying. These Italian dads, they were doing intermittent fasting before intermittent fasting existed. I know, and a lot of them look good. Too. A lot of them, you know, for their age, you know. Yeah. They wake up, they have a butt, they have a coffee, and then they don't eat till their wife makes dinner at six o'clock it's so true it's or true. the couple paninos that the wife packed on the couple paninos maybe for lunch those big yeah. lunch box i'm sure you see it all the time on the job sites they got yeah. these big old Massive. lunch boxes i'll throw up a picture so we finish i obviously leave the espresso cup on my porch <laughs> again we're gonna say it as it is we get into the truck now we it's plug in we get the music typically what i like to do is shuffle in the morning that's a good way to do it so bro. if i find and your team apple though right hardcore and then boom the day gets started so it, it all depends how I'm feeling, but typically now it's been like like super slow indie. You know what I mean? Half Moon Run. We're talking about, mm. you know, Palace. Now we're getting like into some so good indie bands. Before I even get on the highway, depending where I am, we light another cigarette. Oh, so this is two butts in now. So we're two butts so two in. two butts in. What time is it right now? It's probably 6.30. 6.30. 6.30 is the time. Right. Now, this is the best part of my morning. Uh, my office isn't too far away. From the, yeah, from the house, right? So we're doing about about 20 bucks, 3400 We get onto the He's 407. Speeding. And we're going onto the 407. There's no reason to take the 407 at 6 here in the morning, <laughs> but we're taking the 407. Car's keeping it honest, guys. I'll keep it straight I up. tell them all the time, don't take the 407. If the 407, you know how they take pictures of you before you actually get on? Yeah. If they took a picture. But you don't have the transponder? I have a transponder. Okay, you got to have the transponder. I don't want to tell you what I spent, but... Yeah. If they took a picture, there would be a cigarette and just fucking music blaring in the morning. It's a, it's a black. Yeah, we're like. <laughs> so then, uh, then you get to the shop and then yeah, I get, let me guess. Let I me get guess. to the shop. 
Coffee in a butt. Coffee in a butt. Now, this is a different coffee in a butt, though. It is? Yes, because I trained my body. Now you're talking to the guys now, right? No, not Not yet. yet. Now I'm solo dolo in Mm. the morning. So now this is a different espresso. This espresso in the butt has a purpose because now I got to go to the washroom. Oh, it gets the bowels moving, guys. You understand? People people, got to understand is that if you're having problems going to the washroom, yeah. You gotta ha- you gotta have a, have a coffee. It will it will get the bowels going. Exactly. And if you if you smoke cigarettes, apparently I heard that that actually helps too. It does. I'm ashamed to say it, but I'm it helps the bowels. I'm so it's it's my body just knows. The second I get to the shop or the second I get home, I gotta go. So that's how you start the day. The day yeah. gets started, and then the guys come. Cars and plumbing. That's what he is. I Repping am. Gamma Services. That's his company. He started Shut about up. how many years ago now, Kerr? Uh, it's been about three, almost four years now. My so partner's been in it for... EST established in? Yeah, I'm going to wait till my 10-year mark. Okay, fair and enough. And then I'm going to do something so like that. So it's you and one other, you and your buddy Gus. Yeah, we are partners in the company. Mm-hmm. That's quite new. About three years ago, we did that. But mm-hmm. it's been, it's been cool. That is, there's a lot. So now there's a lot of things that we can dive into, guys. So we got cars morning. We got that done. Now we're going to get into a little bit about... A little bit about the business aspect of things, because yeah. I think there's a lot of useful information. You know, jokes aside, we like to have some fun. We're gonna keep 100%. it. We're gonna keep it casual. Car's gonna wear it on his sleeve. He's gonna tell you the honest truth. Yeah. But we want to talk a little bit about business. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the beginning of business, starting up a business, bro. Like what's, like for a guy like me, like I, I'm not necessarily a business type. You know, I have business characteristics, but my buddy Car over here has always been thinking about starting a business and always been desire to start a business and eventually one day he took the plunge and he did it and there's a lot of adversity that comes now would you not say how many lessons how many things that it's absolutely insane like one we're one mental breakdown in we could touch on that too after so we'll start start off the beginning the decision like maybe maybe even touch a little bit on your experience you know like working in working in the trades working in construction outs before the business even started yeah, some so, of the experiences that you experience on these job sites and stuff yeah some yeah crazy so, things. so i started i right out of high school i was the kind of kid no direction you know i didn't know what i wanted to do i i think i like school mm-hmm. but everything to me i needed i needed an a to b if i started something i had to kind of finish it so i always like instruction because it's like nail those two pieces of wood together connect those things together and you see it done you're hands-on kind of guy exactly so i couldn't see myself in school for for the life of me but you you uh, experienced a little bit of other jobs too i did so i worked at a big bank uh downtown just by chance we got lucky that we got in it was cool but the corporate world wasn't for me and actually Mm -hmm. a lot of my family were in plumbing Honestly, so that's I, how you got into plumbing. Yeah, I would have gone into any trade with the opportunity. Mm. And I know like other 18 year olds out there, I got sold on the money. Yeah, because the plumbing, you make, you know, you make good money. So what do you think the biggest difference is between like all the trades? Like, you know, even like the let's say let's talk. Let's let's take the the individual. Like, who's the most craziest in the trades? You know, I hear I hear the tradesmen a little bit. They make good money, guys. They make good money. There's a lot of money to be made. But you got, you know, the electricians, the plumbers, plumbers the drywallers, HVAC. HVAC. Well, typically anything that doesn't involve a license, you're going to get crazier guys. You're going to because you need to be licensed to be a plumber. Plumbing, HVAC, refrigeration, elevators, Mm. things like that. You actually need to go to trade school. Right, right, right. Uh, You're going to have to pay for that trade school. You're going to have to, you know, pass tests and stuff. So if you find a career path within construction that you Mm -hmm. just don't have to go to school, typically that's where you get because people they just work their ass off. You know, and I've seen like. You know, drug overdoses. On I've site? Seen, yeah. Tell I've a story fights. about that real quick. Maybe if you want, if you there want to was, share that. There was a, a forming guy and there's this thing called stripping forms. So what they do is they build these wood forms, they pour concrete on it, and that's what actually erects the wall. 
And this guy, man, we knew he partied. He partied he when he was out. Every and he used to run around. This Italian guy he used to run around. Bro, young this, guy. Bro, that yeah, he's probably in his like mid twenties, early thirties at the time. Mm-hmm. And he had a full blown massive heart attack, man. Right on, on, site. on site. So this is when he you were working high rise. Yeah, he was. It was probably six, seven years ago. He was killing it, man. This guy used to run around. He had but he used to work like an animal, though, eh? Crazy. Isn't it crazy? Like some people, they crazy. especially in the construction world, what you notice is you see a lot of guys that they'll party hard, they'll drink a lot, but then they get they get up and go to work the next day, no problem. There was a quote once. It says, "The true measure of a man is his ability to work with a hangover." You it's know, funny, man. That's you, a funny quote, but it's though, true. I think just people keep the party going, man. They keep the party going. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, there yeah, was yeah. one one guy I'll never forget. He was missing all his front teeth. He was oh. a he was a laborer. He used to chew aspirin like six seven times a day. No. Yeah, he was so fucked up. Why? He but just to keep his. The he always thought he was having a heart attack. Always, because you know they tell you out. if you're having a heart attack, chew aspirin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he was always doing that, and it. It's just the, the character. And he was the guy that went down. Did he make it, bro? He made it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. you could be 18 years old working side by side with a with a 50 year old man, mm-hmm. and it's like they go home to like three kids. Mm-hmm. But they're your boys. Exactly. Like we're best friends. The work. It's it's on the tr- in the in. I can only imagine. I never worked the construction a day in my life. It wasn't for me. But I hear the stories from these guys, and it's it's not easy. But they get paid well. Yeah. They get paid well, but it's not easy work. Like yeah. not a lot of people are willing to do that work, you know. It's, it, it, typically, it's men are the one who choose to get into those trades, and you know it pays. It pays well. It pays. It pay, It definitely pays well, but it definitely is taxing on your body oh, and your mind. But Carr experienced that and he experienced these things, and I think by going through these experiences, I think then eventually you were like, I need to do this. Um, I need. I got the work ethic. I got the determination. I got the inspiration from, I think it was your no-no that was a plumber. Yes, he was. And then I'm, I'm going to veer off of my own, and I'm going to eventually well, start what, up my what, own business. What sold it for me was one of the companies I was working for. Every morning, we had, used to have to get to the shop at 5.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was it was terrible. And I was making good money, man. Everything was great. But I used to sit in the back of the truck on pipes and just all the bro, Oh, is that what you used just, to do? Just on the 401, just banging my ass on this, this mm. pipe. And then one day, I just said, screw it. And it's funny. Did, never, you, did you just quit, get up and quit one day? Yeah, so I'll never forget it. You pulled a Conor McGregor. He was a plumber. He did that too. He did. I quit. Well, That's cool. But I continued. I, there's something called a hoist. So it's a, it's an elevator on the exterior of a building. Yeah. Right? So While it's in makes them go up and down. Exact Sketchy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I hated those 100%. Things. So I was in the hoist. And I remember I was on the 38th or the 30, 40th floor. And there was a hoist operator, a bunch of guys. And I quit that day. It was my last time down. I had my tools on me. And they were talking about <laughs> the system. Fuck the system, man. We should do this ourselves. You don't need a boss or anything. And did you already quit at this point? I or quit. You were going I, was, to? I, I was second. I literally walked into the elevator while this, this conversation was happening. And you already did it. I was quitting my job that day. Did you already quit? I though? already quit. Oh, though. wow. What are the chances? So they're talking about this stuff and, and we don't need the system. And, you know, we got to work for ourselves, whatever. And, and it was crazy when I left it. I said, guys, I'm quitting today. Wow. Today's my last day. I didn't day know that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I ever told you that. Yeah, so it was just like the timing thing that everything just kind of... It was it was crazy, and I was... I, you know what the worst was? I didn't care. But people, I, I assume that when you when you do something like that, you know, you leave, you leave, you don't leave working for somebody, I'm sure they're going to start hating on you. Just like anything, guys. People hate, eh? Yeah, like, do. remember that. You, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, people are going to 
always hate on you. There's going to be somebody that's not going to like what you're doing. There's going to be somebody that's yeah. going to judge you. And maybe it's something to do within themselves. Maybe maybe they wish they did something. Maybe yeah. they wish they went on their own. Maybe they wish they did this, they did that. And then they see somebody doing that exact thing. So they ha- that's the opportunity for them to cash that's, in that's and exactly talk it. some shite about you. Hey, you're damned and if I'm, you do and you're damned, damned if, if you don't. don't. So you might as well just... I know that's one lesson I learned over this corona is you might as well... Just do what it is that you want to do. Say what you want to say. And if you offend some people or maybe you don't exactly, you know, fill the the, the expectation that others had around you, maybe yeah. close people to you, maybe acquaintances, then it is what it is. No matter what, you're always going to piss somebody off. And I'm sure in Carr's situation, when he veered off, there was people that, I'm sure you can unpack that for us and tell us yeah. some stories about when you said, I'm going to start my own business, how people probably pass judgment on you. Well, I remember when I, I first initially left, the boss I had at the time said, you know, you're not going to make it and this and that. Really? So he just told you straight up. The, the thing is, is that people don't leave the union. It's, mm. it's not conventional at all. It's so hard to get into mm-hmm. that. Why would you leave? Explain to the people what a union is. Some so people might not know a, a union is, is pretty much a body, a governing body. Mm-hmm. I guess about yeah, that's that, the best right. way to say it. Yeah. They, they control the trades. So whatever it may be specifically, it might be electrical. It might be HVAC. It might be plumbing. Mm-hmm. So they guarantee you a rate. Mm-hmm. They guarantee you a job. So they, they're the ones looking after you pretty much. Pretty you know much. You got to pay them though. And it's a stigma of being in the union because back in the day, you know, during, you know, all these recessions and everything that was going on, it was the union members that were safe. That's why unions got created. Mm. So these big corporations couldn't, you know, fire all these people for nothing. So they protected their jobs. A hundred percent. Now, obviously it's a little bit more political. As time progresses, mm-hmm. there's strikes, there's this, you know, but again, it, it is as an, as an employee, I would definitely, you know, be union if you just want to get your eight hours in a day and go home. But if you're a go-getter man, you know, I would always look for a different alternative. And then that's what came to you. Was there a time that was there? T- so basically you sitting on those pipes, you having that, those kinds of thoughts yeah. in your head, that was, there wasn't like a specific actual moment that took place. It was like, was it a progressive like decision? You know what? I, I thought that I progressed enough in my career that, and I was smart enough. How old were you anyways, bro? I was, well, what if I, uh, 20s, early 20s, 20s. You're an October baby, 24. bro. So it's, it's not that. So people don't leave the unions. They don't necessarily yeah, leave that's, the unions. that's what I was going to say. the security. So when you're bouncing out of the union, it's like now you're in uncharted territory. Yeah. If you don't find work, if you it's don't get a, wild, a job. It's wild west. You got nothing. You can't, can you go back to the union? So they let you in? No. So funny story. We were actually on our site, our big first job that we, the big job that we went to. The first big job. And the union came. Uh, So they started asking. They knew who I was. Really? What's going on? Wow. So me and this guy got into a little, not a tussle, but uh, he told me, and it was funny. I'll never forget this. He said, you're why I thought you were a brother. Oh, they call each other brothers. Brothers. It's it's an actual thing. Mm. Hey, brother. And they do the forearm handshake and everything. And I said, what are you talking about? I said, I want to progress in my career. The thing with the union is you can only make so much money. They, they cap, cap you out eventually. Well, as a business owner, you you know, that's why we got to celebrate business owners. Exactly. Let's talk about business just for one second. Let me veer off for a second. We have to celebrate business owners. Business owners are the ones who keep the economy thriving. Yep. They create jobs. We have to understand that. They create jobs. They, they may be the one at the top that reaps the benefits, but do you want the responsibilities of that? Do you want, are you, are you prepared to 
leave the union? Are you prepared to risk not getting any work? Are you prepared to be the one to be in charge of that enterprise that you're yeah. running and risk it all and be the one responsible if God forbid something happens? Exactly. If you are, then you can be a business owner because these business owners are the ones putting their, their neck out there. These are the ones doing these certain things. And it's unfortunate to see what's happened in this past year with the business owners. I feel like they kind of got left behind a bit and Car can unpack that for us a little bit more as we go on about that experience being a yeah. business owner through that time. But let's not get too sidetracked here. Let's continue on. So like the whole process of starting the business. So you were in that position, you were in that mind frame and you were saying that people don't leave the union and then eventually you left the union. What was the negative thing that so, your boss started to say to you after that? He just, he just, they didn't understand why, why would you leave such why a Why would you job? do this? Yeah. Dude, you're making as a licensed plumber in Toronto, if even if you're a foreman, you're almost 80 bucks an hour. Oh, stop. Yeah, man. You're talking like 18, 1900 bucks a week. That's, guaranteed. A, that's a lot of cash. The right? thing is, is that they do protect your security. But if you suck at what you do, man, if, if your lifestyle can't keep up, that's a big problem. Because that's mm -hmm. a lot of cash, man. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 I can imagine. And especially in plumbing, too, we do a lot of side jobs, man. I went to Vegas for my, it wasn't my birthday. 20, 20 at 21, birthday, I spent man. eight grand. No, you didn't. Yeah, off of side jobs. Hopefully, Gina's not listening to this. I don't sorry. care. Sorry, ma. I spent eight G's, man. I remember we did a house. It was a full custom house. I got paid eight grand, and I spent it all in Vegas. That was funny. I and I'll tell you what, man. Funny. If I wasn't a plumber, I would never be able to do that because no. I knew the money was coming the next day. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? The months after that because I was willing to work. So then you made that decision, and then, you know, so people started hating on you. Like we mentioned, people are going to hate on you when you do these sort of things. But then you started. And what was that What was that startup transition like? What was that startup process? Tell people what it's like. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. And obviously to any business owners out there, you're not going to know anything. You like, just got to figure it the go. You know, there's a couple of contacts that you will make in the beginning from lawyers to accountants to people who are on business. But you always got to remember the people who are doing something right mm -hmm. sometimes don't know why they're doing it right. Right. There's a there's a saying, a famous saying, hard work will bring you to where good luck will find you. Oh, that's a good one. Say it again. Hard work yeah. will bring you to a point where good luck will find you. Yeah, and they also say success is when hard work and preparation meets luck. I like that. I it's really a good one, like eh? That. You need I a little bit like of luck, that. guys. You need I, just a little I think, bit. I think in business, turns. you do need some luck, but in the beginning, man, and, and we were talking about this the other day, I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have anyone that had any type of business know-how. That's a good one. Let's, let's go so, in there a second. Yeah, so what I did is is I would literally go on YouTube, man, or I'd find podcasts and just type in any subject. Mm -hmm. You had that learning mentality. And I would just learn. But it was it was crazy because it was in front of me. It was tangible. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I Googled how to do markup, let's just say, you know, it was in front of me. I was actually doing it for a customer. And then I would be able to show, you know, how I progress through these videos. Mm -hmm. And these people, and it's crazy because you can have a mentor and they don't even know who you are, mm -hmm. but you know who they are. Mm -hmm. So I was following them religiously on, 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 so they're just, they're just random, not people like you meet in the field or something. You know what helped me a lot? Ted talks. Ted talks are good. There yeah. was a lot of Ted talks and you could type in pretty much any topic and they're going to show you what it is because anyone could talk to talk, man. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to walk the walk though. Anyone could do it. You could say that you did this much a year and you did this and you did that, but do you understand what you're doing? Because there's so many moving but parts. But you're also figuring it out as time goes, right? I still don't know anything. Yeah, you're still figuring. You're always going to be figuring I out. Don't. And remember, like, we're always learning. I talked about this on episode one. Yeah. We're always learning. If you have that mentality of always learning, you're going to get better. And you have that mentality, bro. And that's served I, you I, well. I definitely do. Because you've changed a lot as an individual. Yeah. And that's served your career well. 
Yeah. And you started to tell the truth. You started yeah. to work towards things. You started to teach yourself. I took yourself. accountability. You took accountability, which is a big one. Very key. A lot of people don't want to take accountability nowadays. We yeah. all we all look at it and we go, hey, we don't want to take accountability for this. I'd rather just put this on X, Y, and Z. But exactly. accountability, responsibility, that's where purpose is found. That's where yeah. your your mentality will strive yourself forward through that willingness and that courage to take the responsibility, take the courage, exactly. like Carlos saying, you know, you know, every business owner will say the same thing. And I've heard it so many times. It's going to show your true colors. It showed how lazy mm. I was. It shows how dishonest I was. It showed how irresponsible I was. So it's, it's funny because, and I guess a lot of people will agree with me. If I were to shut down tomorrow and go work for someone, I would be the best employee in the world, man. Cause yeah, you know, you know what it takes. Cause to I understand. Mm -hmm. And I know what these guys, and, and again, I'm just a baby in the business. But I would be so good, man, because I would respect the boss because mm -hmm. I know what he's going through. And it's tough. It's a man. big responsibility, man. It's from A to B. But you're moving with all the moving parts. And, and business is more about relationships than, than it is the work. Yeah. And I always said this to Craig. He has the ability to shoot the shit with anybody. Yeah, That's a exactly. good thing. That's an important thing. Exactly. Guys. And hacking butts definitely helps with that. You too, know what? Right? And it's funny that you say that. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of people and a lot of relationships and a lot of the contacts I made from hacking having butts. a cigarette. It's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. You know, again, it's, you know, it's something social. But we're but keeping it real today. When, when we, on Couple Casuals podcast here, guys, we only say things that are 100% true. We don't mess around. And, you know, sometimes we may speculate and stuff. We may get a little bit wrong, but our heart's in the right place. Either a cigarette's going to open the conversation or it's going to close it. <laughs> cigarette. It's true, though. Yeah. You know, as much as I know, again, it's bad, guys. No, but I'm it's not, funny, though. It's, funny. Funny, it's true. Though. Either you're going to open the conversation or you're going to close it. Because I could see someone that I look up to that I know is in the business mm -hmm. and I see them smoking, I you got to go in. join a bar. Yeah, you can join. Exactly. And that's the thing. You like, know. Well, it's just, it's just that entry point and it, and it, and it helps a lot. Exactly. So that's where like a lot of like people say with golf too. Golf is one yeah. of those things that you, you learn a lot about somebody's character on the golf course. You learn a 100%. lot about, a lo you know, if, for example, if they're on the golf course and you know, they, maybe they're cheating, maybe they're ducking, they're, what are they counting, counting their holes wrong or whatever yeah, it may be. I own golf. The boys golf. I own yeah. golf. I think one big thing with golf is that, uh, if you're playing with someone and they freak out a lot, mm -hmm. you don't want to do business with them. Yeah. We want to be stoic guys. You understand stoic. what stoic stoicism, drop Look the it definition up. to stoicism, the daily stoic guys. Good read. It's nice. good read for everybody. Just a wall. You got to be a brick wall. In exactly. Life. Don't show your emotion. People that no. get angry, people that do these things in front of other no. people, what did you're able to interpret JP it in say way. our boy, JP, what, what was that line? From what? From uh, you got to be the strongest guy at your, your dad's, at your father's, at your funeral. father's funeral. The strongest oh, guy at your father's funeral. That lingered a lot, lingered a lot with people, right? That is it nuts. shows, it shows you're being stoic. It shows you're being resilient through yeah. times of struggle, holding that emotion to be as cold in a, in a way, cold and as stern and as, yeah. and as forthright as possible. And that's back to what we were saying about accountability and responsibility. Yeah. And I think that's where our purpose is found. And through Carlo working for the union, a secure job, a sense, in a sense, a secure job, and then going, hey, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to take on some more responsibility for temporary stress to then later reap the rewards when I'm ultimately going to be making better money. I'm going to be more Definitely. financially secure. So what are we doing? We are sacrificing the present for the future. For the future. We have that's, to think that's about a really good way to put it. That's exactly. a really good that's way to it put is, it. Bro. And that's what you did. That way. It's true. Talk a little bit about your experience with being a business owner through COVID. What was that like? So imagine just starting a company. You really don't know what to do. Yeah, because it hit in what, like around March, then all of a sudden, then, boom, you got to figure it out. March 2020. Figure you know it out. what? I'm not going to lie to you, man. In the beginning, it wasn't bad. 
It like was the first, right? the first week or so because it was a break. Mm-hmm. It was an excused break because mm-hmm. no customer can come at you and say, oh, this, that, whatever it may be. But then the hard things started to come. The bills, no material. the guys. Delayed that, material. That didn't start yet. That didn't start yet at the beginning? No, eh? not at the beginning yet. So it was, it was really hard. And then I'll never forget, I don't know if you want to touch on this, we were doing a job. It was pretty big. It was the biggest job I did done to date. Mm. with with you know everything that was around that time it was just around that time and we had so much money out there man so much we were all scrambling fuck we got to return the material what are we gonna do do? how about the guys i gotta keep the guys busy i got these bills oh my god because you got employees you gotta worry about too what happened was we were doing this job and i was on a scissor lift so i was 40 feet in the air i remember i went up and i was looking at something and then i came down and something hit me so all the anxiety and all the stress just went boom Oh, you just had like a somewhat of like a it panic was, attack. I, I think sort. so much was a panic attack, but I'll never forget. I rushed everyone out of the job. I said, okay, guys, it's time to go and whatever. Really? You just felt it that day? It was bad. And I, obviously it was just built up stress. See, the thing was, is that I can't speak for every business owner, but we were not prepared for this at all. Yeah. Well, I don't think, like, I don't think honestly, anybody really took not, into account. You know, you pandemic. always hear like, oh, people, you have a nest egg and you got to save money. No one prepares for a global pandemic. So the worst part about it was, is that it's, it's the moral part of it. Do I go to work? Do mm. I, just, what do we do? What do we do? So, what do we do? So the whole basis of business is, is one, you need an ego, number one, for sure. And you like to make money. Those are very two big cues when it comes to business. Now you get to a point where it's like, should I go to work? Is it bad? What if I get sick? Yeah, what if I get my parents sick? Exactly. What if I, but there's a selfish part of you too. But then you're like, Hey, I got to work. I These know. guys got to work. How I are we going to provide for our so, family? So These are things that we're thinking there's about. There's a right? selfish point of you. It's like, ah, I got to make money, man. The money's there. So that was really tough. And, and it, it took me on a, on a horrible ride, man. Mm-hmm. It just, once, so it hit quick and then boom, you had that like panic attack in a sense that you had this thing. And then, and you just said, okay, I gotta, I gotta re-get my bearings straight. Send everybody home. Let's, let's just figure this out. It was really bad. It took me like two, three months, man, to get over that day. It took you like two, three months. Eh? And it wasn't the day in specific. Obviously it was because, you know, fail to prepare or be prepared to fail. Mm-hmm. Fail right? to prepare, be prepared so to fail. So we weren't prepared. We were just super like. Nonchalant, going with the motions. You know what I mean? Everything's it, it got everybody cool. in check. And then, man, it shot me right down. And so then, then, like, after that three months, were you able to, like, what, what was the transition back? So, how what did I, you bounce back? What was, the, so, what was the comeback? So, what happened was, and it's it's crazy that we just got to a point, and luckily, the industry that we're in, mm-hmm. the field that we're in, never stops, bro. Never stopped. Never stopped. So, we were able to keep working. And, and it's funny because the beginning of COVID was the worst part, I could say, in my business career. And 2021 ended up being our best year. 2021 ended up being the best year. So, look so, at that. Yeah, you know. So how what? did you achieve that? How did it get back to that? How did you be were able to swing it back around? You just, you, you know what, man? It takes nuts. Just you takes just, nuts. you just have to be there all the time. So you, you just know? kept showing, showing up, essentially. If, yes, definitely. Now I've, I've said it to you before. Whenever a customer would call us, I'd always turn my GPS on, even if I knew where I was going. Yeah, me because too. I yeah. could be there right away, mm-hmm. all the time. And I'll, you know, another piece of advice, if I can give it to anyone is that when I had my first big customer, I'm not going to mention them, um, I used to wait in the parking lot, man, 
from six to six. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. All day. All day. Waiting yeah. for calls. Just waiting for it because you got to be on call. At the end of the day, when you're a plumber, like Carlos, people are going to have, they're going to have an issue in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. They can call you in the middle of the night and you got to roll out of bed or leave where you are. There's been a couple of times where we've been out. He's at the leave because we're calls. And these are the responsibilities that come with being a, a business owner. Yeah. So we need to show some respect to the business owners and understand the sacrifices that they go through. hundred percent. And I think that's one takeaway from this podcast and the things that we can kind Ex of exactly. take from that. Exactly. You know, and, and you know, but obviously everything worked out as, as time progressed and we yeah. grew exponentially and I, I can't be happier what's going on, but people say it's the worst thing is that these businesses are closed, like mm -hmm. the felt shop and the person who sold the yarn or the restaurants, you know, the what if that shop? person was sending their kids through school, man, they probably, what were. if they were supporting a kid, yeah, you can't say were. it was inevitable. It was no, bound to happen. Saying that, bro, but it's, I heard that though. People yeah. were like, oh, it's bound to happen. They were small. They weren't going to make it anyways. Ooh, that's tough. It's, it's horrible. No, that's bad because you got to think about it like this. They're probably chances are maybe some of the times yeah. they're immigrants. They came to this country. Yeah. They sacrificed everything. They probably never went out. They didn't go down to the bars like we did every weekend, every other weekend, or, you know, enjoy themselves very much. They sacrificed everything yeah. and they put their lives at risk in order and they put their, their freedoms at risk. They, they put their, they put everything on hold to work for this business that they were creating. And then maybe eventually the time came where they started to create profit. They were able to, you know, they had some kids and they were making, they were starting to become lucrative. And then now they're making good money. And then all of a sudden they get shut right down. down. And then they get, they have to essentially start again or go into debt even more backtrack to start it up again. There was like Dave Portnoy of Bar Barstool Sports yeah. was doing a great thing. Yeah, he was doing amazing. fundraisers for private, uh, for like small mom and pop shop business owners. He's he was amazing. doing a lot of good things. It's good to see when people rise up to that occasion. I think that's, uh, that's, that's always that's, good to That's see, tough but. to do, man, because COVID really showed how selfish people were. COVID showed a lot about, I learned a lot, I learned a lot through COVID too. And I know you did too as a business owner as an, as an individual. Individual a lot. Yeah, individual. 100%. In times of crisis, guys, is when yeah. we learn the most, I think. Yeah. And I talked about this as, on episode one as well. Through suffering is when you learn the most about 100%. yourself. So, but, but COVID was something that was unexplainable because we've we've never been... We didn't even read about pandemics in the history books. Man. I don't know anybody. I never thought about it either. No. In the, it was... I remember those videos. I remember the, in the beginning where those like people were like throwing up blood. You remember that? At the it started off. We were tripping. Everyone what was like, is what this? the hell is going on? What is that? We're going to die. People I'm, were just falling like flies. That was weird, man. That, that was, was so that weird. That was so I weird. About, I literally forgot about that. Everybody was freaking out. Everybody was nervous, but... You know, we didn't, nobody shut off the news. And I think that has a lot to do with it. And that has, it's the same I, like I with agree. the phones, right? We're, we're on our phones 24-7. It's being pumped right into our face yeah, I agree. every single day. You know what I mean? I like agree. you look at all these different apps, all these different, we're in a technological technological revolution. It's Things are happening. Fact. It's changing. We don't know. It's unprecedented. And a yeah. lot of these, I think this is going to be a unique time. We're going to look back on it years later. I, th I think we're definitely part of another revolution now, man. Of what? Just everything's changing. Everything is changing. Too many people are getting rich, I think. But you need people. You need people to put their neck out there, like businesses. But they create yeah. jobs. They do these things yeah. that are that are are, are me Yeah, you gotta you gotta find a way to help the people who are dispossessed at the bottom. One hundred percent, you definitely do. But the notion of the idea that uh, the business owners are the enemies and because they're wealthy and stuff like that, I don't know. I don't know. If well, I, I would. I would. If if someone were to say that to me, I'd say take the debt, take the mm -hmm. responsibility. Mm -hmm. Okay, take it all. And they tell me how you imagine like that experience, all those experiences that you just unpacked for us, all those different things that yeah. that you went through, and then yeah. for somebody just shrugging under the rug, you know. Eventually, one day when you're like, you know, you make multi millions or something, you're doing really well. And you then know, somebody look at you like that. Look, all oh, this 
You, you know, you know, that's the thing. And I'm ready for that. I'm cool with that. A lot of business owners are super introverted as much as they're extroverted. Yeah. They're able to shoot the shit. How much do you think personality comes down to huge being a business owner? Huge. What do you think makes the best? You business got it. Order? You need 10 different faces. You, so you got to be able to communicate with many, many different people. Oh, hundred percent. There's good. So be. communication would be a main skill. Yeah, but you got to be, it's just, it's got to be part of you, man. You just got to know what to say, when to say it kind of thing. Because sometimes it's not the work. Okay, you know, you could be good at what you do, this and that. It's how you, it's how you portray yourself. It's how you pre- yeah, it's how you present. I think that's a lot. First impressions are important, don't oh, you think? 100%. First impressions 100%. are important. So 100%. make sure when you shake, you shake somebody's hand, you shake their prop and look at their they're, eyes. They're, so it, it, it does, man. It's a real thing. And you got to be very careful about what you say, you know, obviously professionalism. But you can walk into one office, man, and they're talking about mortgages. They're talking about loans. They're talking about kids. They're mm-hmm. talking about interest rates. Mm-hmm. And then you go to another office. Pocket to hookers. That's all they're talking <laughs> about. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And like once again, we're keeping it real here on I'm telling you. No, it's it's the truth though. And a lot of people won't You're agree getting with everything, me. guys. You're there's, getting there's everything. a lot of people that won't agree with me. And back to what I said, being dishonest, business will strain you right out, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what you feel it did to you right at the beginning. Because if you, you lie, checked all those things people that you were will be lying. like, Hey, you said that six weeks ago. What happened? But I've never heard anyone in their first couple of years talking about their experiences and it, it's cool that now That's I, have useful, a, yeah. I have a voice yeah. you know what i mean and i could talk to you about about what's going on because we only see the finish line yeah and there's only like i think the statistics like one percent of businesses actually succeed yeah because a lot of them just open and shut you know be and you and you and don't especially see in like a trade i would imagine there's a lot of businesses that you have to compete with right it's it's super competitive, and again, you're 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 competing for jobs at the end of the day, guys. Yeah, they'll, they'll undercut yeah. you. You have to understand. Yeah, Carl will go in there. He'll give X amount of dollars. Then the next yeah. guy might go, Oh yeah, he gave you that much. I'll do it for this much. Exactly. And you're in a competition. You know, at the end of it, you just you just have to be prepared for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And the thing with owning a business is you made the decision, and it's it's hard for people to understand. You can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. It is your livelihood, and you dictate the pace of your livelihood. And in saying that, I think it's a good way to lead us to the end. You know, we covered a lot of good things today with my buddy Crypto Car, with Carbs for Car, with uh, Car, even just Car. Anything that starts Cars. with a C and has the R in it, you can call them. You can Carbs, uh, Carbonara Sauce, uh, Collagero. Crypto, crypto Car, Casino Car. Crypto Car, Casino Car, Couple Casuals Car, we call yeah. them that for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we also call them Collagero. Collagero. Collagero is, is another name. Collagero. Like a Bronx tale. Yep. You know, we, we unpacked a lot of good things today. We talked about being a business owner, starting up a business, navigating uncharted territories, what he learned from being a business owner through this time, you know, not exactly to the advantage of the business owners through this lockdown throughout this past year. We talked about get, heading back into the summer, opening up again. A lot of good things, a lot of positive things. I hope you guys enjoyed. We're going to go into the last segment here, which is called Salute. Salute is... The final segment on Couple Casuals podcast, it's the opportunity for the guest to say what it is that he wants to say. When you're at a gathering, when you're with your friends, we cheers, we salute. Maybe you have a couple drinks, maybe you have a glass of wine, maybe you have a coffee, even anything, and you salute, you cheers. It's a it's a celebratory gesture to the happy days ahead, to something specific. Yeah. And that's what I like to do during this final segment here is dedicate it to the guest to give them a second to salute to something special. So, Carlo, what do you want to salute it to? End us off here, and a big salute. I just want to cheers to everyone out there that made it through. 
the I pandemic. I like that. I like that. I want to cheers to all the business owners and I want to cheers to all the people who think that they can't do. Just just forget about what people are saying. Forget about the naysayers. Forget about your parents, your friends, your your significant other, whatever it is. If you want to do it and you believe in it, just get it done. There and it I'll is. End it off there. With with hard work, with consistency, with belief in yourself. No matter what, people are always going to have something to say about you. Exactly. My buddy Crypto Car, it's been a couple casuals here. So salute, salute. to the happy days ahead, to the business owners, Thanks, to Steph. the good old boys. Cheers. All right, guys, it's been a couple casuals podcast, episode number two. Car, you can't smoke. Fuck, man. It's the end of the podcast. You can't smoke, though, man. You just wait. We're going to leave now. It's been another great time with you guys. It's been another great episode. Thank you for joining. Couple Casuals podcast. I will see you next time for a couple casuals. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Steffo. Follow the podcast Instagram at Couple Casuals podcast. Subscribe, like, do all that good things. It helps with the algorithms. You know, get the kid fired up off the, off, off, off the old, uh, off the floor here. Take, we're taking flight, you know, to the moon as the cryptos say. Follow my buddy car at what? At Gamma Services? Uh, at Gamma Plumbing Services. At Gamma Plumbing Services. Reach, Gamma Plumbing reach, reach out to him. If you guys need it, if you got plenty, he's 24 hour service, guys. You yep. need a plumber. You need somebody who's got good experience, who's who's at the start, but has weathered the storm, has figured it out, and is continuing to drive himself forward. He's got a good team around him. Call him. You get you got something that's wrong with your toilet? You call got something me. you need, you know, you need some call plumbing him. done. You call know, him. Uncle Luigi's been bothering you, but the call pipe him. that's been hanging from the call him. Call He'll him. call you. Follow him on his Instagram. All the information's there. At Gamma Plumbing Services. And reach out to him. It's been a great time here. A couple casuals podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Salud and cheers. Cheers. Boom, we're done.